0: Love Talk Radio. Well
1: happy hump Day and Wednesday morning. welcome to dynamic word bible studies this is your host felicia DeRozier, my amazing co-hosts are both here today so you're in for a treat who do we have mariah and cross the boss and cross and cross the boss i love it uh and uh they happen to both be my kids in case you don't know us and don't know that relationship um that's you know, my that's oldest pretty cool.
2: youngest it's, it's pretty cool it's pretty convenient that we're both your kids you know
1: I mean, both happen to live under the roof, so I can just be like, come, make you sure you, you show you up. You don't have
2: to have a drive over here, right?
1: That's true. That's true. And then we have a special guest today, and her name is Ali Van Boskirk. Can you say hi there?
0: Hello, hello. Oh, good morning.
1: Yay! Good morning! <laughs> <laughs> We're really excited <laughs> to have you joining us. Uh, Ali is going to share her I'm testimony, and she's going to share... What was that? You're happy to be here? That's, that's I'm awesome to, to hear because, I'm <laughs> because some people are like, I don't know, man. If we're going to go on the radio? That's crazy. So um, as I told you guys, it's going to be, we're going to cut to commercial break first. We've got to get the advertisement done and over with, and then we're going to hop into a Bible study. And I actually told Cross today that this Bible study, I was like, I might have some information that the Bible scholar himself doesn't know. We will see. He might. He, he might look at me later and be like, "Dude, I knew all that." But we're gonna try and see if we can surprise him. So, all right. Do you wish? All right, all right. So we're gonna hop over to our uh, commercial break right now. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now. So why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal. Or overstocked, or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off and it's also a great way to support our show and keep those landfills light and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out marty.com.
3: I want to tell everyone about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal. Flip flops are the most worn shoe. Even in America, almost everyone wears cheap flip flops during the summer, sometimes even all year long. It's because they don't want to wear shoes, but there is 60 years of social stigma to overcome. Most people think it is illegal to drive a car, go to a store, or eat in public without shoes on. The fact is, there are zero laws, health department stuff, insurance regulations, etc. about going barefoot. Not only that, it is actually safer and more healthy to go barefoot than wear most shoes that we have been wearing for the last half century. Please check out the website barefootislegal.org and check out all of our social media. Going barefoot is safe, healthy, and legal. Barefootislegal.org.
0: Just as ungrounded signals wreak havoc on radio communications, there's growing concern that because we are not grounded, we absorb tremendous amounts of electromagnetic radiation from our modern devices. EMF stands for electromagnetic field.
3: We are all immersed in electromagnetic fields from Wi Fi, from the wiring in our homes, and it disturbs our electrical balance. We get charged inside of our bodies we get electrically charged some people have as much as 20 volts on their bodies and that's not good for you the information is provided for general informational purposes only the contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice diagnosis or treatment ground therapy incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency appropriateness or suitability of any specific tests procedures treatments services opinions healthcare care providers or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided
1: all right, guys. Well, welcome back to Dynamic Word Bible Studies. We're so excited to get into today's Bible study, and uh, we're going to see. I, I laid out a challenge. I said I think I might have some information this time that Cross has not heard yet. So we will Challenge see. me. I know. He's our, he's our Bible study guru, so we're going to see if I can trick him or surprise him today. But let's start out with some prayer. All right?
2: All right. All right. Lord God, thank you for this day. Thank you for everything you did for us. Thank you for us being able to all gather here today to spread your word and to hopefully surprise me to see if uh they have something that I don't know yet. Thank you for our wonderful guests and thank you for all of our guests to come and all of the weeks of Bible study that we are going to continue to spread your word. Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Okay, so uh mm-hmm. and welcome back to our special guest, Miss L. E. Van Boskirk. We're so excited to have mm-hmm. you. Uh <laughs> as as usual, you know, we're going to roll into Bible study, but again, please feel free to interrupt. It's not an inter- interruption, it's an addition and augmentation, and it's part of what God wants everybody to hear. But today we're going to talk about first fruits in the Holy Spirit. Okay? Um, and I think uh-huh. that first fruits is one of those terms broad, broadly misinterpreted by the modern Western church because what do we generally think of when we think of the first fruit? Tithing. Fruits of the Spirit. Okay. So you think of fruits of the Spirit. I think of tithing. I think that cross is right on. I think that most people think about tithing, right? And it has... Because it's the first fruit of everything we have. Right. And, and while that is a correct understanding, it is not used in that way in this context, in this verse. So oh, it really? can be a little confusing, yes. And so... Um, it'll actually, what we're going to study today will actually give you a little insight as to why we talk about first fruits as tithing, okay? And it will also give you some understanding of this scripture here, which you could almost speed bump over if you weren't aware of what first fruits meant. So we're going to start out in Romans chapter 8, verse 23 through 27. And I'll read the scripture out loud. And not only the creation. Now, it's talking about how creation's groaning, okay? Uh, we left off yeah. here last week. Oh. Yeah. Kind
2: of like you in the morning. I'm <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so, not going to say that's not true. I know. You can't, you can't deny it. I got to say that's wrong, but I can't say that's not true.
1: So we're picking up where we left off last week. In fact, um a lot of these teachings are going to overlap a little bit, but creation is groaning because it's entered into the world, and now creation is subject to death and destruction, just the same as the human race is. So, and not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption of sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we pray. Hold on. For we do not know what we pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words, and he who searches the hearts knows what is the the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So you caught on to that very first scripture, right, where it starts talking about the first fruit. So today what we're really going to cover is that uh, the Holy Spirit is God's promised gift to us. And he's our supportive helper and the first fruits of all that God has in store for us. Okay. Um, so, what does it mean for the Holy Spirit to be the first fruits, and how does He change us? So, let's talk about um, some Jewish festivals, some Hebrew festivals. Okay. Irene. Now, if you don't know, okay? okay. So, if you don't know, now Purim is. Absolutely, one Purim I, Purim. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay, oh, that's 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 Esther's holiday, right? Okay, most of the festivals are laid out in the Old Testament. Okay, um, Purim
3: is
2: not. <laughs> I'm just
3: because thinking it takes
2: place later, right? I'm just thinking uh, how low of a bar for happiness the Israelites set that Purim is celebrating the day that they didn't die. <laughs> you know, I would
1: celebrate that. Too. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> I mean. So, yeah. so so let's be specific. It's not just the day they didn't die. It's really the day that God comes along and intercedes for them. Okay? So it is a um, reminder that they're the chosen people um, and that God, because God broadly allows free will to reign here on earth, but every once in a while you can see his invisible hand come and intercede. And that's what they're celebrating it's his intercession on the part of the nation of Israel, but clever joke. Okay.
0: <laughs> um,
1: well, you know, so, I was uh, doing
0: some, uh, reading. Can you hear me? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, about first fruits in the old Testament. So like in, in the Talmud, right. And it's interesting because yeah. first fruits were different than a regular offering to God. They were meant to right. be a specific sacrifi- sacrificial gift brought to the altar itself, yes. and it's it applied only to seven seven food groups: wheat, barley, grapes, figs, pomegranates, olives, and dates. It's kind of interesting. That's that was right. like a yep. set apart, something that was set apart, right. that was special, only applied to right.
1: particular thing. Right. Now, something that's fun okay. about I those... I thought that was
0: interesting.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, actually, this is where we're going. So this is perfect. Now, okay. one of the things, and I wasn't planning on going here because it's a little specific, but I think it's really cool, um, is that if you look through the Old Testament, um, there are different foods that are used to symbolize different nations. Did you guys know this? Okay. Um, oh, I didn't know that. And so... and And... and Barley is the food that is generally used to, set, to symbolize the nation of Israel, okay? And let me give you an example of this. Mm-hmm. When Gideon is getting ready to invade the uh, army that's beset them, they have a dream that a cake of barley rolls down the hill and destroys their camp because the barley um, is representative of
3: the it's nation now. of
1: Israel, What's fun about it is that barley was kind of considered a poor man's food. It was the everyday man, okay? So it wasn't that they were this nation of kings, but they were set apart. They were ordinary but unique to God, okay? Does that make sense? So that's kind of the symbolism behind barley for the nation of Israel. What's fun is what we're about to talk about, barley is the first fruit, Okay? Um, so the point okay. of, uh, okay. So, so we've got the context. So now Ali is excited because yeah. she's read up on this and now she's, you, you're, you you're already getting it, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So <sometimes, laughs> it's like so cool. So sometimes in the Bible really? we lack this context, and, and their deeper meaning can be lost on this broader audience. Okay. And this is the case with that term first fruit in Jesus's time. There was a series of festivals associated with the Passover season, mm-hmm. okay? Now, what happened mm-hmm. to Jesus on Passover, guys? Yes. Okay, so this is when he's turned as over. As a sacrificial lamb. Okay. And then there's this whole discussion of three days. I'm going to have to get into that sometimes because sometimes we look at it and because we're Westerners, we're like, dude, that was two and a half days. Okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Who else has done that, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> was two math. and a half days that's not math. three days what is wrong with your math and there's actually a reason for it if you look at it biblically <laughs> oh, why it's, two and a half days, buddy. right as, as, as to why it's counted as three days what thing happens on a specific day of something that we call the festival of weeks okay um so let me catch up on my notes because now i'm just free talking here um each of the festivals in God's word had a specific faith-building message and one that foreshadowed what would happen with Jesus. Okay, so Passover is obvious, right? Because Jesus is the Passover yeah. Lamb. Okay, but yeah. but they all they all mirror and parallel something that's going to happen when the Messiah comes, and that's also true of this festival of the weeks. Um, the thing is that there's this little remembered festival, this final feast of the Passover, the feast of the weeks. Okay. Um, And it begins the day of the first fruits of the harvest, uh, which actually begins on the first Sabbath after hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So that happens the first Sabbath after Passover. Okay. So, the first okay. Sabbath after Passover would be considered three days. What happens on the, the on the third day, guys? The two and a half days. Two and a half days is we count it, but three days, yes. right? He rises. He rises, <laughs> and he becomes fruit of many to follow. Jesus is rising on the first fruit. Okay? <laughs> now, okay. this That's festival cool. that happened on... it's super cool okay so there's actually a celebration that goes on at the temple but ever since the destruction of the temple it's not happened so i don't even know if like people who are good jewish followers really know about this celebration that used to happen because it hasn't happened in a really 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 long time but what would happen is you would have the priests go out into some nearby fields. They had to be within walking distance, Sabbath day walk, right? Okay. So it had to be really, really closely aligned to where the temple was. And there would be this wonderful ceremony where they would take out a small sheaf of barley, um, a handful of it. And they would say, you know, they, they would pro- proclaim that they were cutting the first bread and there would be a, or the first fruits of the season. And there would be a massive crowd and a huge celebration This is the very first barley that is being harvested in the whole nation of Israel. And it's being harvested and returned back to the person to whom it belonged in the first place. And that is God. Okay. So now we're going to kind of, it's cool, right? Okay. This is when Jesus is resurrected. Okay. So, um, there, there's there's a whole anointing that comes back with Jesus here. Now, the first fruit celebration commemorates this offering back to God um, and that he had provided with anticipation for the bounty of bringing the fullness of the harvest, which takes place 50 days later on. Anybody know what day that is? The day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. Ah. Very cool. <laughs> okay. So. The presence of God. I love it when the Bible
0: lines up like that. It's so cool.
1: So awesome. So the presence of God Ah. comes back to people in the form of Jesus' resurrection on the first fruits. But the presence of God that dwells within you is returned back to earth and God's people on the day of Pentecost when all the believers are sitting in the room and they all receive the Holy Spirit who indwells them, and we become God's temple. This is like mind-blowing, right? Okay? <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. Yes, yes. So there's this whole thing. This is the context in which we're talking about the first fruit of the Holy Spirit. Because what Paul is saying here is not that God's presence is with you now and you should be happy and satisfied. Like we're still in a decaying and dying body in a world that is less than optimal, right, okay, (laughs) he's saying, y'all, this is that first offering, that first opportunity that God has to return a little bit of what was yours. He's returning a little bit of that Garden of Eden experience of Adam and Eve where they had that unbroken communion with God, where they dwelled with God's spirit, but it gets better. That's just a promise. That's just like our tithe. Like when we tithe, we tell God this, you gave to me, I'm giving back to you. But we know all all of our lives are supposed to belong to God and everything that we do, right? And this is the same thing. God's saying the same thing back to us. He says, you always were supposed to have authority and my presence with you and my power with you. So here's a little taste of it but there's more to come. So I, I just, did I, did I catch something that you didn't know this time in the Bible cross? Maybe, maybe. Okay. I'm feeling <laughs> good about this because you know, usually I come up with what I think is really deep, insightful teaching. And he's like, Oh yeah. And he has like a whole bunch more to say on this. Cause he just, he already knows it cause he's so smart. So, so kind lo- of, I love this conversation.
3: I'm just gonna say I, I
0: absolutely love this conversation about about first fruits and I absolutely love because you talk about how it's it's cyclical, right? It foreshadows, it moves forward in this right cyclical kind of a a pattern, right? So Jesus is the first fruit of 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 the new church, I guess would be a, a good way to put it, right? And then Romans right. twelve, Romans eight, first Corinthians, it's all talking about how now we, right? are sort uh-huh. of first fruits as as believers yes and we're supposed to again the whole idea of sacrifice we are supposed to be of holy and pleasing sacrifice to god but what i really love is how this idea is that first fruits have a sanctifying effect on others just like abraham mm-hmm. and the patriarchs had a sanctifying effect on a disobedient israel when you look at 1 Corinthians and Romans 11, it all talks about how a little bit of yeast leavens the whole batch of dough. Right. So it's like as as first fruits, as we are first fruits and the Holy Spirit indwells in us, we're supposed to be working so right. that we also bring, it's not holy to bring others along. You know, it's that power that brings other people along, alongside us.
1: Right. Right, right, because because Jesus came down and he did this, you know, okay, so I'm a parent, but I'm one of those parents that really believes in um, having the kids contribute to the household in various ways. Um, they probably have more chores than your average child nowadays does and stuff like that. Um, and, and very often you'll hear in my house when someone says, why do I have to do this chore? Okay, and I'll say, well... Mm-hmm. I'm doing this tour over here, and it's something that only I can do. You can't do this for me. So I'm leaving the thing that anyone can do or that you have the skill to do um, where I am going to do the thing that only I can do, right? And and that's yes. kind of what Jesus did. In his ministry of reconciliation, mm-hmm. um, he was the only one who could make the new covenant, dying as a sacrifice, uh, representing both God as a Godhead and mankind as man. Um, he was the all-sufficient by himself, uh, both sides of the agreement, new covenant sacrificial lamb. Like, he, he wrapped it all up and did it and fulfilled all yeah. of the covenants of all in one, okay? Only yeah. he could do that. I couldn't do that. You couldn't do that, okay? But then when yeah. he ascends back to heaven, he's resting. He did his job. Okay? He's sitting at the right hand of yes. God. And he left his ministry of reconciliation to us so that at the end of the age, whenever that is, he can go back to the Father and present creation now healed and whole, not broken by Restored. sin, as gift yes. to the Father. Okay? And that's, that's all the Father wanted in the first place was to be able to be with us without us rebelling, okay? So it's like this lovely picture about how Jesus is the first fruit of God occupying the planet again in power and in glory. And we're part of that harvest, okay? Remember, uh, the fields are white with harvest. They're ripe. Um, Pray for workers to go and bring in the harvest, and we're the workers. That's, That's what we're supposed to do. So, did you have more to yeah. say on that? I'm so sorry. i go on sometimes.
0: No, 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 no. I just, it it had jumped out at me, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Because I love it when everything ties together. So, like you just can see right? the threads coming together. It's very cool.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So, I'm actually looking through my notes, and I'm like, we have just free talk through like half this page. So, I'm just going to pick up and say um, <laughs> that. <laughs> And and Ali is laughing because she got a copy of the notes, and they are prolific, okay? But we were just chatting and we are talking about this, right? So um, it's really representative of that first foretaste of heaven for us, God's blessing and God's power while we wait in the state of now but not yet. And when I say now but not yet, what I'm saying is the kingdom of God is now. We experience his presence now. We experience the authority now. We experience his power now. But we still are in this place where we're travelers, we're foreigners, we're sojourners, we're, we're in a, a dying world and trying desperately to bring everybody over to the living world before the, the world expires.
2: So, let me tell you something about that word, too.
1: Yes, soon. <laughs> yes, yes so soon. It's an interesting word, right? Yep. So, so just for the audience's sake, I know that you guys probably already know this, but let's talk a little bit about who the Holy Spirit is in case that's a question. Um, The Holy Spirit is seen throughout the Bible, but uh, the Old Testament really leaves his identity very obscured. You can't really tell if he's a distinct person or if he's God's will or blessing, like, you know, uh, sometimes we'll say well wishes, as if it's like God's well wishes, okay? Um, Jesus, however, makes it clear in uh, John 14, 16 through 17, Let me see here. I marked everything today, so we'll see if this goes a little faster this way. Uh, John 14, let's see here, 16 through 17. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Okay? Um, So... John's making it clear by repeating what Jesus said. Do you think that Jesus would really understand the identity of the Holy Spirit? Yeah. For sure, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, so we can take his word on that. Um, let me see here. So the Greek word for another helper means another of the same kind. So we're talking about a triune scenario. For those of you who might know a little bit about Trinity discussions. Um, this is where we find that concept of triune, um, three distinct personalities that are one in purpose and nature, and that's how they are one God. And They are one in purpose and nature. But that um, God the Father, ever-existent, we don't know where he's come from. The Bible doesn't detail that. The begotten son. We don't really understand how God begets a son, but he did. And because it, he was begotten from him, the Bible is very specific that anything that's begotten is of the same type in nature. So we know that Jesus had the same nature of the fullness of God. And then the Holy Spirit is said to have come um, out from beside God. Okay. So uh, his origin is unclear, but it's um, as if uh, God is, is, Pulling him out on mission, if that makes sense. So God's father, yeah, kind of of like his right hand man. But we don't really know where where he descends from, where he comes from. We don't really know how that happens. The father is the source of all things, and all things exist for and through him. Jesus is the begotten son, and through him, the father spoke creation into existence. His sacrifice, willing, his willing sacrifice is why the father commands all creation to submit to him. Um, He holds the ministry of restoration. And uh, reconciliation, and the Holy Spirit is the one through whom God performs His work. So, to the point, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. get a little creeped out and weirded out when they talk about the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, right? Okay, and they mm-hmm. they often call the Holy Spirit an "it." It's not an "it," y'all. The Holy Spirit is no. like a personality.
2: Like a <laughs> personality
1: trait. He's, he like. The Bible says you can grieve him. How could you grieve him if he wasn't like it was not a Nick, person? It was a chair. Yeah. Right.
4: Have feelings yeah. or a cosmic, cognitive mind or
1: moral ethics. Right, right, right. So the Holy Spirit is clearly a he. Okay. Like, it's you know, the pronoun is not it's it. It's a Okay. <laughs> to, to use a popular. Term right now. He's got pronouns, and his pronouns are him and, and he. <laughs> okay. Hey Cross. So
2: hey Cross.
1: Yeah. Hey Cross.
2: Yeah. For the
0: kids who might yeah. be listening, how did I used to describe the Trinity? Do you remember?
2: Uh. Uh oh. <laughs> Interesting. If you're a good student. I remember what you said about baptism. That was pretty funny.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. When I'm trying to explain the Trinity to children, because it's uh-huh. the idea of separate but the same is, it's hard for grownups to grasp the idea. Yeah. Um, so what I say is that, think of an egg.
2: There are yeah, three parts
0: <laughs> to an egg.
2: Right, Carl? Oh, okay, right. take it away.
0: You, you remember? The,
2: Go ahead. Yeah, there's the shell, the yolk, and the other part. White, the white, the white, yeah. Right, right. the shell, the yolk, right. and the white. Right. But we all, but we, it's egg. one egg. Right. There's three separate right? parts. It's just but one, egg. It's one egg. Right, and and, and the each way part, part has Bible, a different function. They're together but separate. Right. So.
1: And they, so they all have the a Bible, specific job. Yeah, they do. They all have specific jobs, right?
2: The egg is, or the, yeah. the shell is to be cracked and thrown away. Okay. <laughs> <Hey, it's a laughs> of uh,
1: You can do stuff with eggshells. So, so, um.
2: You can put yeah. I,
1: I, I, um, I, I would say that also that, you know, the way the Bible also describes the Holy Spirit is, is, um, uh, kind of a concept that's lost on the Western mind because of our uh, divorce rate, but it, it's marriage. Um, two distinct persons, yes. but, they're, but they become one with God, okay? Um, through God, marriage. Through marriage. And you, um, in, in a healthy, God-fearing marriage, uh, you should both be following God, right? And be of one mind and purpose. To benefit one another and your family, and to move forward the mission of God. Um, so uh, yeah, so so if you think of it in that term as well, it's very clear that the Bible's not setting up a picture um, of of like a three armed monster up there, right? Um, but that there's, there's right. a distinction between, but they're one and unified in purpose. Um, yes, and and just like that egg, right? Um, so yep. the second thing. Um, that was actually the second thing. God is um that that the Holy Spirit is God and a member of that triune Godhead. And the third thing is that he is the helper that Jesus sent to be with us as we continue in his ministry. Now, I okay, we're gonna go a little long. We might have a little less time for Q and A if I don't hurry up, but okay, so I <laughs> ran across something in scripture. <laughs> That I never noticed before. I don't know how many times I've read oh, the cool. Gospel of John. Right, right, right. But when you when you pick up something, you're like, Oh my goodness, I never saw that, okay? So, um yeah. we're gonna like roll to it real quick. John twenty twenty two. Okay? Twenty twenty two, wasn't that last year? We don't talk about Bruno. Ha! Okay. So uh... <laughs> Yo, Bruno Okay so... <laughs> So here's the context. Jesus has just appeared to the disciples. He proves who he is by showing his scars, right? And then he tells them, um, peace be with you. This is actually 2021, okay? Peace be with you as the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. So he's called them all to be apostles. That just means to be sent out with the message of the gospel, right? And when he has said this,
2: he breathed on them. He breathes on them. I remember you telling me okay. about this in the yep. car. <laughs> and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Now, check this.
1: I'm like I'm like thinking of all these guys like gathered together and he's like, I'm sending
2: you out, receive the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> and then dragon breath. <laughs> like, how
1: awkward was that? Except like really, there's a reason he did this. And I even asked the kids, Caitlin came up with the answer immediately and Cross expanded on it. I was like, why did he breathe on him? And they're like, because God breathed life into Adam in Genesis when he created him. That's exactly right, yes. Jesus is restoring life to them now through the Holy Spirit. Like, so cool, okay? So he's absolutely the gift that we've received through Jesus. And we got that
2: answer like, like that. Right, right, right. Because
1: because they're on it, okay? Like, let me be honest. They're on it. They're just smarter <laughs> than I ever was. So. Um, so, in the Old Testament, of course, people were filled with the Holy Spirit on occasion, but usually only very special people, okay? Now, we actually talked about who was the very first person to be, quote, filled with the Spirit, right? I know. Who was it? Uh,
2: it was the artist who designed the tabernacle.
1: And the Ark of the Covenant.
2: Yep. Right? So crazy. Uh, but, but after that, really, you're seeing, like,
1: priests, or judges, or kings being filled with the with the Holy Spirit.
2: But no one before uh, the artists for the tabernacle was filled with the Holy Spirit before that. So crazy. Well, you know what? Okay. Except for Adam. I, I'm
1: going to say, uh, yes, Adam. Of okay. And then I'm going to say this. Probably Melchizedek, but the Bible doesn't specifically say he was. Right. Okay?
2: Probably
1: um, Melchizedek. That's true. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So we're going to go with that one. But, um. So now, because we're accepted in God's family, we are co-heirs with Jesus, okay? It's almost like we're, we're like, heavenly royalty, right? Except, you know, everybody who's going to heaven is. Okay? Um, uh, We didn't do the special thing, but he makes us special. So what do we experience when we receive the Holy Spirit? So we're going to roll through this kind of quick, if that's okay with everybody, because we're a little over time. And I want to make sure that we have plenty of time for Q&A. I told you, L.E.E., I talk too much, okay?
2: Um, <laughs>
1: so do I. So we're a bad combo. Mom has, like,
2: <laughs> Mom has, like trophies like, lined up in our living room for uh, talking. Yeah, and I always tell my husband when he tells me <laughs> I'm not funny,
1: I'm like, I have trophies that say otherwise, okay? Where's your trophy? Right, right. And we have a trophy for talking. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Toastmasters <laughs> wants to all those back. What? Because I'm being sassy. Oh. <laughs> so, um, what do we experience when we receive the Holy Spirit? Number one, He searches our heart. Um, and the word searches here. This is uh, Romans eight twenty seven. Um, and He who searches the hearts knows what's in the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Um, and that that word for searches means to seek, to know, or to examine. Okay. So think about uh when when david was saying you know examine my heart and see if there's any way that's offensive to you um he's asking the holy spirit to do that right and remember he was spirit filled right yeah. he was a king so um yeah. he prayed for us when we have no words okay and this is actually back up to verse 26 likewise the spirit helps us in our weakness for we do not know what to pray for as we ought to but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words um and, and i don't even know like this seems to indicate that that he's praying for uh, on behalf of us when we're um going through some trauma okay but i'm going to tell you a lot of times i have selfish prayers and i really need God to pray on my behalf because he knows how to pray according to the spirit in a way that i don't sometimes right mm-hmm. yeah um so uh, he intercedes for us. Um, we've kind of already gone through that. That was the exact same Bible verse that Romans eight twenty six. 26. Um, he, he prays for what we need. He helps us to form a godly character. And this one we're actually going to find here in Galatians 5, 16 through 18. Let me get to the verse. But I say, walk in the spirit and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For those for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to, okay? Um, So that's uh, really important for us to keep in mind. Oh, wait. Oh, but if you're led by the spirit, I was supposed to keep going, you are not under the law. So um, he helps us to form a godly character. He gives us wisdom. Um, He gives us authority. This you'll find in uh, John 16. 13 through 15. Am I moving too fast through these uh, scriptures? Might be. I might be because, you know, this time I have a mark. Maybe it's better when I have to, like, flip, flip through. But um, let's see here. 16, 13. Sure, now I can't move.
2: Okay. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth,
1: for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare you the things that are to come. Um, that's a whole nother discussion. You know, Jesus said he only spoke what he heard the Father speak. I do not have that kind of self-control. I pray for it, but I just speak what's on my mind <laughs> so often.
2: <laughs> I just start rolling, right? Yeah. Um, he gets she yeah. can't stop her. It's Because with that
4: particular one, with that verse, if he only speaks what he has heard, Yes. It's it's really an incentive to really get in your word
1: because True. when you're
4: feeding the spirit, he's able to confirm the things that you need to do in your life or the next steps in your life, mm. and because you fed him God's word, you're able to confirm it with God's word mm. to make sure,
1: like, you're not crazy. Uh, that sounds like personal experience from a young yeah. adult who's making some big decisions in her life. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. I love it. Um, let's go through I'm our last God. couple. Uh, I know, right? That's, that's
4: why she's here. She's it's got just, so much wisdom. It's just smart. You know, it's what you see is what you're going to get. If I eat French fries, then by golly, I'm going to smell like a French fry. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: I there's also a things. Well, thing well also, when, when you I'm
0: think smart. about, when, when, when you think about that, Jesus spoke what he heard from the father, right? Well, what right. we hear from the Father is contained in the Word, which is Jesus, because yes. he's the Word. You get this, you know, you, you want to you wanna speak in the power of the Holy Spirit, you have to be in the Word, because that, in, in, in a way, I think we don't really understand, is Jesus and is God, because they're all one. Right. So, like, you have to right. be in the Word in order to speak that out. We right. can
4: the authority because Jesus has the authority. The only time we get to use it is when yes. we're under his
1: rule. You know what? And a lot of times I, I think to myself the dynamic of prayer that happens when we pray things that are in God's word, but you can only do that if you know what's in God's word because it's literally like, God, no. you promised this would happen. And I almost feel like the, the hosts of heaven are waiting in anticipation for someone to find that verse and pray it because God's already promised it's going to happen if you do. Like he's, right. it, it, it's not like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not like with King Hezekiah where he asked to live a little longer when it, when his appointed time came and God had to think about that and he changed his mind. Like he's already made up his mind that he wants you to have this. So he's just waiting for you to pray, to set those things into motion, you know? Um, yeah. so two more points really quick and then we're going to hop off. Cause we're like 15 minutes behind. It's okay. Question. and the answer can be a little shorter oh. today. Um, so, uh no because we want to hear all your testimony. Um so uh he empowers us with the gifts of the spirit. This is 1 Corinthians 12:4 through 11. Um now there are various gifts. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to read all that because that's a huge chunk of scripture right there. <laughs> Man, <you're awesome. laughs> read it on your own pace. Read it on your own pace there. Uh 1 Corinthians 12:4 through 11. It talks about the gifts of the spirit. I'm sure um we will get to it and we will be doing a whole show on the gifts of the spirit sometime. It just doesn't happen to be this one because that's one of my favorite topics. And then finally he gives wisdom. And for this, we're going to check out uh, Romans twelve two. by the mercies of God to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and accepted to God. This is not, this is your spiritual worship. Uh, that's really cool. But that was, Oh, here it is. Okay. Sorry. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And that was indeed Romans 12.2. I apparently just can't read today. Okay? So, <laughs> so the scripture reference was right. Just started reading the wrong place. The Holy Spirit functions as God's hand through us here on earth. Um, think of it as like the Holy Spirit's the hand, we're the glove. Okay? To be used for the good of others. Um, now understand, anyone who's saved is indwelled by the Holy Spirit. There is a different thing about being filled with the Spirit. You'll find that all over Acts. You'll see the difference between someone being filled with the Spirit and and all believers just being indwelled in the Spirit. Again, a huge subject we don't have time to get into today, but we'll do it sometime together. And the first fruits means that the full bounty is yet to come. It is just like the first fruits of the harvest returning to God what is his, and we're part of the harvest, and we're bringing a greater harvest to God. And when that day comes, he will bring the bounty back to us as well. Praise God, okay? Yay! So, um, <laughs> that's going to end our Bible study. And then we're going to come back. We're going we're to give Ali a proper introduction, right? And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, her testimony, the Holy Spirit, And how good God is, right? Because he is good. All right. We'll see you guys after commercial break. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now. So why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light, and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out marty.com.
0: I've heard stories from teachers in classes where their students are grounded that they have half the level of referrals for discipline. Some students who were in tears because they were experiencing success when before they were experiencing failure with their behavior and discipline. I've heard stories from teachers with autistic children who have been grounded where they have less of what they call the meltdowns, and the meltdowns
1: are less frequent and shorter and they come back into the classroom and they're learning more than they had learned prior to the grounding. It's amazing what happens,
0: not just with the teacher at the front of the class, but what can happen with the student sitting in the class. And just think if every single student and every single teacher in every single classroom
1: in every single school across this whole world was grounded.
3: The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, health care providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided.
5: Did you know that every time you swipe your debit card, those behind the scenes transaction fees make the big banks even richer? In 2016 alone, these fees added up to $60 billion. Yes, that's billion with a B. Well, what if there was a way to have the convenience of a debit card, but reroute those fees from the banksters to organizations actually doing good in the world? Organizations that protect the environment or feed hungry children? What if your swipes could literally change the world? Well, Groundswell SPC has found a way to do just that. We've designed a Visa debit card program that shares transaction fees with your favorite cause. Groundswell partners with nonprofit organizations that promote the card to their supporters. Their supporters then use the card to power the mission of the nonprofit. It's a win-win-win for everyone, except the big banks, of course. Groundswell is about to launch its first cards into market, and we're inviting you to be part of this movement as an investor in the company. Go to WeFunder.com backslash Groundswell card to learn more. Set up a free WeFunder account and invest in Groundswell today and get your money on mission.
1: again. Welcome back to Dynamic Word Bible Studies. Uh, if, if you're just joining us, this is your host, Felicia DeRoger. got my amazing co-hosts here. Mariah. And Cross. And this is the part that you've been waiting for. I know, do you know what I hear from our audiences that the most popular time of our whole show is hearing the testimonies. Of our guests. Of our guests. So yes. we've got Ali Van Bosskirk with us. And Cross, the, like, this is your special guest, really, right? I, I love <laughs> Kali'i, but you were were really wanting her on. Can you tell the audience why?
2: So uh, she was actually uh, my Sunday school teacher uh, in Cornerstone. I absolutely adore this woman. She's amazing. Uh, she is. <laughs> yep. And uh, she really more of my special guest. I really wanted her on this show. I feel like she has some amazing things to share. A okay. uh, little bit about her. Uh, she committed service at children. Oh. Uh, sorry, it was a uh, notification popping up on oh, uh, my laundry day. Uh... <laughs> well, that's not even a notification you want. <laughs> <laughs> no! 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 I, mean, I let's be honest. This is a sacred space. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're not
4: airing our dirty laundry
0: here. Whoa,
2: she was there. Oh, (laughs) Emotional damage. Okay. She committed service at Children's Ministry, has helped shape the lives of children for 16 years. She's raised two amazing young men herself and is the loving wife of her husband, Jonathan, and a joyful puppy mom, too. Some of the most profound wisdom that I have had the pleasure to hear has come from the mouth of this incredible woman of God, and I cannot wait to hear her testimony. Right. Yes. So super exciting stuff, <laughs> right? Um, Ali she rocks. Oh, she does
1: rock. So I, I'm not even going to – I was going <laughs> to say more about you, but I'm actually going to shut up because it's not the same as I say it. I want to hear what you have to say, okay? So Ali we've okay. been talking about the Holy Spirit, God's power, first fruits, like all the goodness. Can you tell us a little bit about what God's done in your life and tell us a little bit about, you know, the Holy spirit and the impact he's had on your world.
0: I will be happy to thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Um, Okay. Thinking about my testimony that you asked me to share, really it doesn't start with my acceptance of Christ at around 21 years of age. Um, When I was about 37, 37, uh, the Holy Spirit really allowed me to have a glimpse of the way he has moved in my life since before I was born. And I, when I realized this, my mind was just blown, and it made me love him even more. Uh, so I'm an adopted child. My birth mom mm-hmm. got pregnant with me at 15. And this is what the Holy Spirit showed me. And I'm going to try to condense it because, like you, I could talk for hours. <laughs> On one hand, I had my, my birth mom at 15 getting pregnant with me. And at the same time, actually probably a little bit before, I had my parents who adopted me praying for a child, okay?
4: Mm. So
0: probably before I was even conceived, okay, my my parents were over here Praying for a child, because they couldn't have one. Mm-hmm. My first mom mm-hmm. gets pregnant, uh, decides to keep me, even though she has told me that in Hawaii, even though abortion was not legal yet, it was kind of an open secret, and if you wanted it, you could get it done. It didn't become legal in okay. Hawaii until 71, and I was born in 1970. So she chooses to carry me to term. Okay? She mm-hmm. moves over to the Salvation Army girls' home, and... I proceeds to try to find a family to adopt me. The man that she mm-hmm. tells everyone is my father is part Hawaiian, part Japanese and part black. So she finds a family that is a mixed race family. They are a professor couple from the university of Hawaii and okay. they are prepared to adopt me. Okay. The
2: mm-hmm. man
0: that she told everybody was my father is not my father. Clearly, it's weird because we've like, seen you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so, but, oh, but like this you. is the situation. So, she gives birth to me, and in the meantime, like my parents are on the side, like jumping through all the hoops to adopt somebody. Okay. Doing all the studies and getting the recommendations, and they're going through Catholic charities. Okay. In Hawaii. Okay. So then I'm born, and there's nothing wrong with me. Perfectly mm-hmm. healthy child. And my adoption has been arranged to go with this family. Like, as far as my birth mom knows, because I got to meet her and I get to hear this story, it was all arranged. Like, she, she birthed me, and then I was to go to this family. And as far as she knew, until we met when I was 37, that's what she thought happened. Because at the time, it was closed adoption, so you give birth and the baby goes away, and you never see that baby again. So that's what she thinks oh. happened. No one knows what happened because I went into foster care instead of going to the family. And very unusual. I was a perfectly healthy baby. It's very unusual for a perfectly healthy baby to go into foster care. Usually they're picked up right right away. Okay, so my birth Mm -hmm. mom is now out of the picture, okay? And I'm in foster care. And my mom Mm -hmm. gets a phone call going now through Queen Liliuokalani Children's Center, okay, for Hawaiian children, and gets a phone call saying, we have a baby girl. Do you want her? And, of course, she says yes. So no one knows what happened. I was in foster care for about a month. That was huh. December, and I didn't go home to my family until January, sometime in January. So... Huh. So something God did something. God did something right. because you know, my birth mom and my adoptive parents made their plans and he's like, Yeah, 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 go ahead, make make your plans. I have a plan for this child. Amen. And I'm gonna make my plan happen. Because I mean I have talked to people that handled my adoption, uh like the secretaries and all the people. There is no no one can give me a reason as to why I was placed in foster care. There is no earthly huh. reason why that should have happened, but there is a heavenly reason because God was going. Uh-uh, right. That baby girl is going over there. So he God uses this woman. Exactly. So he uses this woman to who has no faith. I want to make this clear. The reason I was conceived was because my birth grandmother was in India learning transcendental meditation from the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, okay? Okay. This is a very pagan family. And so he, like, plucks me out of this family, right, and puts me (laughs) over here to the family that I grew up with. And I was raised in a loving home. And, I mean, we were church going. I was raised Catholic, which, you know, I came later to understand that there are certain theology things that are, are different. Um, but I was yeah. raised to know that God is real, that He's important, that I need to pay attention to Him, you know, and all of that. Right. And so I was raised in this family. The okay. Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I and I get this foundation. Okay. And then years later, now growing up Hawaiian, of course, Hawaiian culture. I was raised you know I was Catholic. You had Mary on one hand and Pele on the other. So, you know sort <laughs> right, of this right, right. paganness that kind of runs through it as part of the culture, um so, I hit that stage, you know, kind of teenager, early college, and I was all into all kinds of pagany things. you know, we're gonna go with the full moon on the beach and have some kind of spiritual experience <laughs> but I always sure, felt sure. sort of this pull on on my heart and on my spirit that that searching. For something, and of course, I know now what my spirit was searching for was Jesus, you know. So then, in walks Jonathan Van Boskirk into my life. I meet him in a class, mm-hmm. and he's just this amazing. This my husband has just the most amazing heart, and it shows. It shows in his character yes. and, in, and in his countenance. And I went home the first day I met him, and I told my best friend, I met the man I'm going to marry. And she laughed. All right. And, uh, you know, I was kind of, I was doing my, like, college wild thing. But as Mm -hmm. three years passed, so he and I were friends, and we're friends, and and we're doing stuff together, and he's talking to me. He accepted Christ, the whole youth for Christ at 16. So he's a Christian. Mm. A Bible-believing, Bible-walking Christian. Okay. And he and I are friends, and he's introducing me to his friends and it was my first experience with bible believing christians like my my only other experience outside of the catholic church were with crazy people you know who got in my face and screamed at me about how i needed jesus and i was going to go to hell and you know basically beating me about the head and shoulders with 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 the bible you know right and uh, Which i is a different... and of course i'm like ah you know you you run away from that right <laughs> like, crazy people. Right. And so I I meet, I meet this man and three years go by and I'm kind of like seeing that the things that my friends are doing are not what I want to do. And I really, I see now the Holy Spirit is drawing me away. He's drawing me away, you know, and I start hanging out more and more with Jonathan and his friends. And I see Christians that are not perfect and make no claim to be who when they have a question open up the word their bibles are beat up and used and when i ask questions they 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 go they either have the answer and they're right out there with the bible or they're going you know what i don't know let's look again open up the Mm -hmm. bible you know i'm not sure i don't know where, where i don't know where to find it let me go to an elder christian You've been doing this longer. Do you have the answer to this question? Oh yeah. Let's look, open up. Always back to the word. Back to the word. Back to the word. And I'm right. surrounded by these by these people that God put in my life. And really, it was through them where I just kind of, you know, I, it wasn't like the heavens opened up and oh, you know, it was it was nothing dramatic. You know, I'm walking along one day and I'm thinking about God and the Bible and all, and all these things that I'm hearing and i just stopped and was like okay okay i i can't do it without you jesus i i need you please come into my heart really it was i was walking and i paused and and i said that to god and it was literally one step forward i was not a believer and the next step i was huh and it really is it it's that It's one moment to the next.
1: Is that like literally walking in the One moment
0: you're walking in darkness, and then the next moment you're walking in the light.
1: There you go. You know,
0: and and I go home, and I tell Jonathan, I'm like, I accepted Jesus. (laughs) And he's like, oh. You know, of course, he was excited, and, you know, our friends were excited. And and then I started that journey, and luckily I had people in my life that that put a Bible in my hands and talked to me repeatedly Mm -hmm. about how important it was to know the word. Now, it's not Mm -hmm. like, you know, my mom got all upset because I wasn't Catholic anymore. And she's like, why do you think you're perfect now? And I'm like, no, not at all. I'm just saved. I'm just not drowning anymore. You know, I'm in the boat. I'm in the boat. Yes. I'm not drowning. (laughs) And I'm, I'm walking on this journey. And, you know, just seeing the Holy Spirit doing things in my life. Uh, one of your questions you put on the thing was, you know, to share something that the Holy Spirit did. And um, the most dramatic thing I've ever seen the Holy Spirit do, uh, I had a friend of a friend, uh, and I love this person very, very much. I pray for her a lot. Uh, She is a medium, talks to dead people, you know. Okay. Uh, And she, she knows that I don't, that's not something I participate in, you know. Uh, and right. she was in town, and she was doing a demonstration, and she asked me to be there as like as her friend to support her, and I was like, oh okay, yes. <laughs> so I, I go to huh. the venue, and I'm sitting in the car, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. What What do I do? And the Holy Spirit's like, uh, pray. That's what you do.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> That's right. Because I'm in
1: the So I got you right on.
0: Now. You know, so <laughs> I, I get I get on my text, and I I text. Everyone I can think of, and I'm like, this is what I'm doing. I feel like I'm going into battle, and I need I need people to pray for me right now. And uh, and mm-hmm. I prayed, and I go into the venue, and I'm sitting there, and and there's just a bunch of people, and there's children, there's children, Felicia, little children in this place, Ooh. where she's going to invite the enemy, <laughs> and I tried right. I just felt it in my spirit like I had to just pray. And it was probably the hardest praying I've ever done. This idea of praying unceasingly, she talked for about an hour and a half, and I prayed the entire time, okay, that constant, the purposeful prayer, not just like this casual, hey, Holy Spirit, what what you doing? What you got? You know, I'm like, I'm sitting there in the chair, and I'm trying, and also I'm trying not to look like I'm praying, you know.
1: (laughs) Right. I'm just right, sitting, right, right. being
0: casual. I'm just one of the group, and I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying this way, I'm praying for 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 protection for these kids, for people that are that are open to protection because God says that He will give you over to your sin, if you persist. Right, right. And so praying for people that that have the protection of the Holy Spirit available to them, you know, please protect these people. And it was the most interesting, powerful thing really that I'd ever experienced with the Holy Spirit. Um, it's not like I saw visions or anything like that, but I really got this, you know, I'm I'm creative and I do art and that kind of thing. So, I, you know, I get these images in my head uh, from my imagination, but I think your imagination can be holy. And if it's God yeah. touched, you know, and yeah. uh, just these images of, of angels sort of surrounding the children with their wings sort of wrapped around them like a cage almost, mm-hmm. you know, protecting them. They're like behind a fence. Um, right. I got this fog around her and the fog Mm -hmm. had trouble leaving the stage. Like it was stopped at the edge of the stage. Uh, And interestingly enough, although in the past she has had great success in what she's trying to access, she could not make that connection very, very well at all. She wasn't getting (gasps) anything. As I'm praying, yeah, I'm, pray, I'm actively praying against it. And she right. could not, she's like, well, I'm not getting anything. No one's here. Uh, I'm not getting any messages. You know." And she's coming, you know, she's not like an evil person or anything. She, she really comes from a, a place where she believes this helps people. You know, right. and right. she right. couldn't get anything. And I sat there the whole time and I just prayed and prayed and really felt the Holy Spirit moving through me. And until you yeah. really felt that and you recognize it when it happens, like, whoa, yeah, okay, wow, you know, this is amazing. And I sat there, but it, right. it was difficult. It was not an easy thing to do. You know, they, I think people sometimes think their prayer is easy. And prayer is often described in the Bible as a struggle. You know, Jesus prayed mm-hmm. and he struggled and he went back to his friends and they're like, why are you sleeping? You know? You're supposed right. to be praying well, to and helping me, you know. Um, and it was right. just this amazing thing. The Holy Spirit was like, look, I'm real. I'm moving. When you pray, yeah. it, I will move and you'll see it. And, that, right. and that's not to say that you see it all the time. Because sometimes we don't see the fruit of our labor. But really to right. have the Holy Spirit show me that I can be a warrior. That I can yeah. I can do battle. You know, in the heavenlies, to use a, a churchy phrase, you know, to to see right. that, and it's like, wow, the the holy, and to really get this sense of, you know, you talked about the Holy Spirit is not an it, it's not a thing, right? It's not a tool, it's not a chair or a saw or a pen. He is a person, right? That, you know, Jesus had to leave for Him to come. You know, the right. the Son had to return to the Godhead for the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to 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 descend. And he's yeah, really
1: you know, powerful said, and I think no go ahead. Jesus but, Jesus said when when he um told us about the Holy Spirit coming that he would be with us always and that he would be better than be I'm like, well mm-hmm. would be better than walking around with Jesus and that's kind of the question right? we need to like ask ourselves is like Dude, I have something better than hanging out in a physical sense with Jesus. What am I missing if I'm yes. not experiencing that? You know, like like where am I missing exactly. this? Because it's really the the fullness of the power and presence of God within you every moment of every day. I'm so sorry uh, for interrupting, but um, keep keep oh, going. Uh, everything you're saying is reminding me of. You were at church on Sunday, but were you in service or were you in children's church?
0: I actually was in service. Yeah, I was able to be in service. Yeah, yay for volunteers! Shoot
1: out for our, shout out for children's ministry. Come volunteer. Right, right. Um, yeah. And and Pastor Joe, uh, uh, he he made the presentation this week, and and his whole presentation was about the power of prayer, and he talks about Elijah yes. and how he labored in prayer um over the little tiny yeah. cloud that, oh, yeah. that I stand, you know and I and I feel like yeah. um like you're the real life experience there of Elijah doing battle um with with those prophets of Baal and showing God to be true, you know? Um yeah. anyway I, I don't want to interrupt I'm gonna let you keep going but Oh no, um, no 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 I, I just
0: you know to we, we talk of, we like, talk about the Holy Spirit and we're talking over each other. <laughs>
1: Oh, you're, go ahead. I, I am. I am okay. waiting on pins
0: um, and needles. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say. You know, we talk about. You know, the, the in the Bible, it's not just that. The Bible talks about battle, and that battle yes. is really fought through the Holy Spirit. And without the Holy Spirit, you 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 don't have the weapons that you need. You know, you you need right. that anointing of the Holy Spirit for that filling, not just the indwelling. Mm-hmm. You know, to be filled with the right. Holy Spirit and to ask right. for it. I, I need it. Please fill me up so I can do what I'm supposed to do. I wish sometimes, you know, again, I, I'm an artist and I have that creative and I, I I, sometimes have like a movie reel running through my head. And, you know, I have this image uh-huh. of like, you know, this little old woman sitting there and she looks weak. You know, <laughs> this little old lady, right. she looks weak. And I wish I could see with heavenly eyes, you know, maybe she's sitting in a park and she, she sees something that she needs to be prayed over. And I wish I could see with heavenly eyes sort of the warrior rise up out of this, this little old lady and go right. and do battle, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever it is that she's mm-hmm. being led to pray for, you know, sword flashing in the whole nine yards, you know, uh, the sword, Amen. the word of, of God, you know, and I, I love that image. And, you know. Jesus saves, you know his his work was salvation and redemption, and I really believe that restoration is the work of the Holy Spirit, you know right. that because restoration in the Bible that it's not just restored to an original state, it's restored mm-hmm. to better than it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like that's that's the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, restoring us to God to what His plan was was for was what his plan was for us. Does that make sense? My words are jumbled. But, you know, bringing us back to go, this is what I created you to be. And this is Mm -hmm. what sin did. And this is what Jesus did. And now you've got all that. You've got Jesus. You've been saved. You're my child. You're adopted into the kingdom. And now now the real work begins. You know, salvation is the beginning, not the end. You right. know, you, you're saved through right. Jesus Christ, but you know it's that re- it's the Holy Spirit that then works in you to mm-hmm. to the completion of what God created for you. He's what allows you That's to run right. that race, to reach for that prize, to complete it. You know, it gives you that mm-hmm. energy and that direction in order to move forward. And without that, right. you're just sort of a stagnant Christian. Right.
1: You're just yeah. you're,
0: you're like no, just, a just a pew sitter.
1: I, I just want to pop in and say we've got probably about two more minutes before we have to cut to commercial. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, so, so uh, leave us with your, your final thought of uh, your testimony, and then we'll get into some Q&A when we get back, okay?
0: Okay. Uh, my testimony is still happening. You know, your testimony is mm-hmm. not just your salvation message. Your testimony should be your life. This is my life. This is my testimony of the movement of God in my life, and it should be a growing, moving thing. So I'm excited to see what my testimony will contain next year. You know, he, he brought me to salvation. He brought me to the Word. He brought me to being able to share that Word, to giving me a gift where I can I can teach kids about about mm-hmm. him and, and how important that is. It's such a privilege in order to do that. Uh, I think your testimony just needs to be something that's ever-growing and ever moving because the Holy Spirit continues to move. It's not a done deal. Okay. You're done. You're good. You're safe. Right.
1: Right, right, right. There you go. You're (laughs) safe. Now let's get to work. Pull up your sleeves and let's go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Girl, your testimony just floored me. It blew me away. Um, I'm so excited to talk over questions and answers with you when we come back. But, uh, you know, we have obligations to our network, so we're gonna to cut to commercial break real oh, yeah. quick. We'll be back in about three minutes and we'll wrap up the last, I don't know, ten, twelve minutes with some Q and A, okay? Okay. Freaks, outsiders, weirdos, the wallflowers, oddball, loser, fish out of water, speak up.
0: Talk quieter. We are different. There's no arguing. It's a fact patchwork of flaws we grow and adapt. We're funky, unconventional, see life through kaleidoscope eyes. In a field full of clovers, with our four leaves, we bask in blue skies. Flaws are natural. Our imperfections, our weaknesses, our scars. There is a misfit in all of us. We
4: just have to be brave enough to embrace who we are.
3: Have you looked at the price of Bitcoin lately? Cryptocurrencies are the hottest financial investment right now. Well, what if you can get free Bitcoin fractions by having an app on your phone or PC? Introducing Lolly, a website that rewards you with free Bitcoin pieces with your online purchases. You purchase from one of thousands of companies like Chewy, Old Navy, Groupon, and others. You get a percent of your purchase back in Bitcoin. Use my link on FreedomizerRadio.live, or find me on Facebook for your special link to get started. Lolly, earn free Bitcoin while you shop. Hello everyone. I want to introduce you to our friends at Marty.com. At Marty, you can stock up on all your pantry items and other household items for way, way cheaper than traditional grocery stores. I like that most of the items are organic. Also, I really dig their one cent deal of the day. It changes every single day. I recently snagged a 10 ounce bag of dog treats for Chewbacca for a penny. Normally they sell on their site for $7.99. With the upcoming food shortages, this is my favorite place to stock up on canned goods. If you live in the mountain or Pacific time zones, you need to get with Marty.com. M A R T I E.com. Look for our link on our FreedomizerRadio.com website and get a $10 free just because I told you to go there. Marty.com. Great deals, good fears.
1: And welcome back to Dynamic Revival Studies. Uh, in case you're just joining us, you missed such an amazing testimony, so you're going to have to go back and check that out. If you missed Ellie testimony, Seriously.
4: like, it was, or, or just check out on Spotify or the cloud.
1: Or, or, yes, Spotify. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts now. Yep. Wow. We're on Anchor. I am working on finding a free program to get us onto YouTube as well, so that you know if you're out and about and doing your workout and you don't have access to that stuff, uh, we'll kind of be everywhere, okay? So um, let's start. You can't the hide questions. from
2: us, right? We're everywhere. We're
1: everywhere. <laughs> Actually, I found out we were on platforms I didn't even know about. We are. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how. Like, I think it auto-populates from something, but I, I haven't figured it out yet. Okay. <laughs> Right, right. So if you Google search Dynamic Word Bible Studies podcast, it'll come up. Hi, new friends. I know, right? So um, (laughs) anyway, so this is our question and answer. This is your opportunity as an audience, if you're joining us live, to participate. I do have the chat room open. I didn't type anything in this morning because, I don't know, I've been crazy. Um, And So if you don't want to go on air, you can chat us a question or an answer. We'd be happy to share it on your behalf. Otherwise, Yes. My number here is 319-527-6208. Dial one. It'll uh, put a little hand up by your number and let me know that you want to talk to us. Uh, That's 319-527-6208 and be sure to dial one. So um, first question, we got five of them and uh, not very much time. So if you run out of time, I'll just roll out and let you guys know what the other questions are. In case you're using this as an at-home Bible study, you can discuss it with your friends. I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay. So is this the first time that you've ever considered the Holy Spirit as a personality rather than a thing? No. It's not. Okay. This is not new information to you. (laughs) I know it wasn't new information to you. Very certain. Yeah. Okay. Um, But how does viewing (laughs) him as a personality rather than a thing change how you relate to him? Anybody? I mean, you
2: can't really relate to a chair. You can't relate to an object. Right.
1: He's not a genie in a bottle. That's right. Right. You can relate.
2: Right. Right. And you can relate to personalities, and you can relate to their traits. Like, uh, they're fun, they're organized. You can relate to some of them. Right.
1: Well, the other thing is that I I bear in mind that I have a responsibility on my half of this relationship. Because um, he's not just there for my concern. Okay, and so that's how the Bible does talk about do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Wait, we can grieve the Holy Spirit? We can make him sad? Yeah, you can make him sad, and he's along for the ride. So he sees all the things that are done, good, bad, and otherwise. You know, he knows when he's called you to do something and when you've decided to do your own thing instead. Um, And that's heartbreaking for the Holy Spirit. So, So we have this relationship that we partner in, and we have obligations to it. That's really what changed for me because, um, you know, for those of you who don't know, I came to Christ later. I wasn't raised up in a Christian tradition. And so um, I, I didn't recognize the Holy Spirit as a personality as opposed to a thing for a while. And I was like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. like we're supposed to have it. It's huge. Um, so the second one is well, I why I is... go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say,
0: I think um, Christians in general have a tendency to uh, relegate the Holy Spirit to sort of like this ghost standing in the corner observing. Yeah. If if they recognize the Holy Spirit at all, if you recognize that, that the Holy Spirit is a is a person, um, right. he's harder to ignore. You can yeah. ignore a
2: chair yeah.
0: or a countertop, right. but you can't ignore, it's harder to ignore a person.
1: He's he's not a text message. He's he's there with you. Yeah. Right. I I can I'm Gen yep. so I can ignore a text message. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. <laughs> <laughs> I see the other kids get a that They They're like, I've got to check it. I'm like, no, you don't. You really don't. You know, it will be okay. play. You know. But but <laughs> he's not a text message. He's, he's a person, and, no. and you can't just ignore. The
2: what if they're saying,
1: saying something really important? I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, like, really? How how imperative is it? Is it a right this second important, right? So, um, the second but question we is, won't
2: know unless you look.
1: Well, that's yeah, no. Anyway. I mean, <laughs> I know it's mean, important, <laughs> they
2: call. Right,
1: exactly. If it's really important, they'll call you. That's that's a Gen X attitude. Like, I mean, how bad do you need me? Will you yep. pick up the phone and call? No, it's not that bad. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, question. Question two was why is the restoration of people dwelling with the Holy Spirit matter? Why does that matter? Like in the Garden of Eden, the Spirit was there, right? Mm -hmm. And so now that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling with us, that that relationship is restored. Why does that matter to us? Raya's fingers are moving. That means she's looking something up real quick. (laughs)
4: I just need to look up what restoration
1: meant. Okay, so so <laughs> think So think of it as,
4: as not, the action of returning something to form, former owner place or condition. Right.
0: So yes.
4: Uh, so why owners. does that matter?
0: Oh, I like that. We're owned by God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know what I think about I that? I mean, we were with restoration, yep, right? Yep. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Earlier, we're oh, no okay.
1: longer. My phone's gonna. In. My
0: engine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My engine. My phone is turning off. Hello. Okay, oh no. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yes, we can that. hear you. Church. <laughs> oh, just, just so, yeah. This idea, your... you know, if the Holy yeah. Spirit, if the Holy Spirit is indwelling in us, working our rest, you know, the restoration of us to God. Um, and He indwells Christians. <laughs> then. hmm the more Christians that are walking around, the more the Holy Spirit is present. I don't know. Yeah, it was just a thought yeah, in my yeah. head.
1: Yeah, actually, you know, so so we often um, give praise to the work of um, the Bible Project, and they actually have this whole oh my gosh they have this whole video. You remember about the Restoration Ministry of the Holy Spirit and how. Um, We all become individual little temples of light, places where heaven meets earth within our spirit because the Holy Spirit dwells with us. And now we're walking around and bringing God's presence with us all over the world, just like his presence dwelled in the Garden of Eden with people. You look like you have something to say. No? Okay. (laughs) Let's move on to question three because we've got like six minutes. So um, why do we still groan along with creation if we now have the Holy Spirit? Ghost Spirit. Gross (laughs) Gross stuff. <laughs> uh, Mariah, when you were growing up, do you remember growing pains? Yep. You had really bad ones. Like she would wake up in the middle of the night bawling because her the the, the bones hurt. above her knees hurt, her her arms hurt because she was growing so. Oh, rapidly. you're making my bones
2: hurt. just talking about this.
1: I ah. know, I know, right? And 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 it's true. We do. We go through growing pains while we're here, and that's the pruning part. Mhm. mm-hmm. Did you have something to add to that one, Oli? Um, it's sort of like the we're being
0: perfected. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's imp- and I think it's part of that. Um, what am I trying to say? Where the the reason I came to Christ is because what I saw other people living out Christ in right. in in all their imperfection. You know that they. That they would be pruned and they would accept that and they would move on and they would try to change in accordance with the word, and I think seeing mm-hmm. that is helpful because I know it was helpful to me to people who don't believe to come to faith when you see that right. that restoration working
1: working itself out in a very real way. It's, it's the testimony of a changed life right before your eyes, and it's, exactly. it's something that you can't deny. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, guys, uh, what, what does the Holy Spirit do for you that you are the most thankful for? Well, I get into a lot of trouble. Um, I. I don't you've need, got to be kidding me. I, this listen. this this young lady is never in trouble. Anyway, go ahead.
4: <laughs> Not legal trouble, but like trouble where I get. Bitter and prideful okay. and angry okay. kind of thing, and I hold on to it. Sure. And so you know, like my mom, bless her heart. <laughs> that that says, is not a compliment,
1: by the way. Bless your heart. Anyway, go ahead. She
4: says she always <laughs> says this, and it so mad every time she says it. She's like, "Well, have you prayed about it?" And just like, <laughs> like yeah. "Why you keep saying that?" <laughs> anyway. um, so first, it'll be like a. Lord, help me not be angry, and then I'm done, kind of thing. But then the Holy Spirit's like, no, 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 no. If you're going to pray, you got to do it right. Mm
0: -hmm. And
4: so then it's really cool watching it because um, we're told to write down the revelations that we receive um, and to run with it, you know. And so when Mm -hmm. I have to do a Holy Spirit prayer, Mm -hmm. it's convicting and, like, revolutionary to me where it's like, Lord, help me forgive this person and forgive myself of the anger I'm holding against them and help me put them back on a place of honor that you have bestowed to them mm-hmm. and help me honor them mm-hmm. in that position. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? I would
1: never pray that, never. Mm-hmm. But you'll, <laughs> never, you'll never meet a, a person who was not made in the image of God. That's true. But
4: it's still, <laughs> still it's like, they, they did me dirty. Yep. I don't want to honor them,
1: but by golly, Holy Spirit does, so I got to. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, that's true. Those are tough prayers. I think I'm most thankful, honestly, for when um, God takes whatever feeble prayer I come up with and um, he, He like, dresses it up just like a, a new house makeover um, in God's will. Do you know what I'm saying? So whatever I'm praying, I know yeah. it's not being presented to the Father just like that, but, but he's hanging God's will all over the walls um, and, and making sure that uh, he, he's also training my heart up in God's will at the same time. So that at some point they align and merge in perfect unity. You know what I'm saying? Like it's an amazing ministry that the Holy Spirit does for us. So we're, we're just right at um, time. I just want to share what the last question is uh, in case like we're offering this up as a free resource for anybody um, who wants to run a Bible study? We're on week this is 21, right? Yeah, 21. 21 um, of running through Romans. So if you were running a home Bible study and, and you want to uh, share the last question amongst um, your fellow members of your group, the last question was, can you share a time when the Holy Spirit did something impactful for you? Now, we heard Aliti's story on this. I'm sure I'll ask the question some other time on air, so we'll get a chance to talk about it more. But that was that last question to be shared with your group. Um, man, I can't tell you. I am genuinely so thankful for this time that we had together. Um, I was, I was telling Ellie that her, uh, her, her testimony just was so impactful and powerful. And I've had such an amazing time. I want to tell our listeners we won't be here next week. Why is that, Cross? Because we'll be at oh a special tournament.
2: Yes, will you well, be? We will be at my archery tournament because uh, that's the state. Mm Uh, so next Wednesday, we will not be here. Mm -hmm. Uh, we will be, uh, shooting up targets. Yes.
1: So Caitlin and we'll both both be in the state archery tournament. So if, if you hit nine o'clock and you miss us and you think of us, please, you know, spend a second of time in prayer for them to have a wonderful competition that they will be injury free. Um, but mostly that they will be able to uplift the name of Jesus and to, um, really be grown, um, with their team, which is a Christian team, um, in Christ Amen. and character and bring him glory. So, all right, well, i you, thank you so much for joining us and we will thank head you. off here now. Thanks. All right. We'll see, we'll see everybody else in Thanks. two weeks.
5: Have a good day.